0: Hey everybody, just a little quick note right off the top. Um, We had some audio issues where basically I was sitting too far away from the mic. We've been sharing a mic because our microphone situation has changed and it's not really working. So I'm going to work on getting better audio setup for the future podcasts. So I did some post-production on the audio on this to try to level out. So it's not too bad, but... Yeah, sorry about that. Now to the show.
1: Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. You guys up for a toga party? Toga! Toga!
2: I, I think I like the idea. Who? Toto. I have
1: a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore.
2: Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn.
1: Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You ain't heard nothing yet. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Take your
2: sticky claws off me, you damn dirty ape! You talking to me? Believe I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship.
1: Hey Stella! Hey Stella!
0: Welcome to Classic Movie Night with your host, Anna and Sean Allen. Tonight's episode, the 1975 classic, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Starring Tim Curry, Susan Sarandon, Barry Boswick, and directed by Jim Sherman. Sharman. However you say. His name. (laughs) Hi, Anna. Hello. How's it going? It's been a while.
2: Yeah, I mean, we saw each other early, earlier today, mm-hmm. but <laughs> um, it's only been a week.
0: Yeah, it has only been a week, so we only have a week to update. What have we been up to?
2: Um. Well, I went to the Portland Art Museum, and I saw the Frida Kahlo exhibit. That was pretty life-changing.
0: Nice. That's good.
2: Yeah, it was really... It was a pretty cool experience.
1: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the portraits of her since we're, not just because we're photographers, but like I actually have been in kind of a route with my photography and feeling like I didn't really want to do it for a while. Yeah. But the last few days and seeing that exhibit really made me just like, there are portraits of Frida by various photographers. Photographers and um it was really inspiring. Nice. It made me want to pick up the camera again and even to just start editing some of our things that are just ours that I haven't got around to. Yeah. Like our Europe trip in 2017, <laughs> which I have started editing, but things keep getting in the way. But I really want to finish that. It's
0: definitely a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been, I've had a couple, I've done. Been working on a music video this week. Did a little photo shoot for an album cover. Been trying to trying to stay busy. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a good week with Owen.
2: We've had a wonderful week with Owen. Yeah.
0: Start.
2: He's he's starting to talk more regularly and more throughout the day and just be really attentive and mm-hmm. um we're I think we're both really proud and excited about that.
0: Yeah. Using more and more full sentences mm-hmm. and stuff
2: this morning he came into our room and said morning dad get out of bed yeah that's <laughs> cute. and i was like yes that's right dad you get up yeah
1: <laughs> uh
0: but yeah so we're getting back to this just second week in a row yeah yes
2: yeah, we'll see if we do a third
0: week oh, be after
2: three. we do two months in a like in a row every week, then I'll feel proud of us.
0: I feel like we have got a pretty pretty good setup right now, mm-hmm. and pretty good rhythm on things. Yeah, and my current works my day job my work schedule. I don't get off till midnight, so it's kind of hard for us to watch things, but. I think if we're able to keep kind of this routine that we have on our weekends
2: mm-hmm. it'd be good yeah, it's it's been fun
0: it has so. been fun so far yeah so i mean that's really you know it's just been a week we're not trying to update two years yeah a year or whatever you know so we can move on yes yeah. yes <clears throat> okay
2: also before we do move on i just want to say that And I kind of feel like I should have done this now because I stumbled a little bit already, but Sean was doing, uh, you were doing some voice exercises before the show.
0: I was, I was asking you if you were doing your voice exercises.
2: Okay, but you were the one saying cinnamon, aluminum, cinnamon, aluminum, (laughs)
0: cinnamon. No, no, you got to be like cinnamon, aluminum, cinnamon, aluminum, cinnamon, aluminum. You just, you don't keep it flat.
2: You're so cute.
0: <laughs> okay, let's move on.
2: He was also saying red red leather, yellow leather.
0: Right. Hey, these are the vocal techniques that I learned in middle school, okay? <laughs> don't wait. Oh. I felt like... <laughs> just did <hit> a spit take <laughs> with her water. Um, <laughs> I feel like I was stumbling over a lot of words <laughs> in last week's podcast. Yep yo
2: <laughs> sorry i'm just i'm recovering from my water that i should not drink anymore
0: okay we're gonna move move on to our next segment movie wiki stuff by Wishon. the rocky horror patient show is a 1975 musical comedy horror film by 20th century fox it's produced by lou adler and michael white and directed by jim sharman the screenplay was written by Sharman and actor Richard O'Brien, who played uh, Riff Raff. And uh, who is also a member of the... Yeah, who played Riff Raff. And the film is based on the 1973 musical stage production, The Rocky Horror Show. It had a budget of $1.4 million. And do you know what the total box office has been up to this point, Anna? For this movie?
2: Not that much
0: you don't think it's made 1.4 million
2: in the box office it
0: cost 1.4 million to make
2: okay but what is this uh
0: this is how much it's made in theaters since it's come out
2: oh do the theaters that it shows in every weekend count
0: I'm not sure how they calculate that, especially for smaller venues and stuff. That's why
2: I don't know how to answer. It doesn't
0: count for, like, stage productions or anything like that. It's just the movie itself being shown.
2: I have no idea.
0: $226 million.
2: Okay, so it is counting the ones that play every week. Maybe. It has to be, because when it was in the box office,
0: it flopped. Yeah, yeah, so you're probably right. And couple things. The film is both a parody and a tribute to many of the science fiction horror movies from the 1930s up to the 1970s, which I kind of noticed because it has a very kind of cheesy horror element to it, right?
2: Yeah, it's definitely like throwing back to some of that stuff.
0: Yeah, and um, the lyrics in the opening song um they refer to the science fiction and horror films of the past which i just mentioned including the day the earth stood still flash gordon the invisible Mo- invisible man king kong it came from outer space dr x forbidden planet tarantula the day the day of the trifids curse of the demon and when worlds collide
2: that's a lot of references
0: all in the theme song yeah
2: The main song, like the very first song when it's just the lips Mm -hmm. moving, I cannot pay attention to what is being said.
1: (laughs)
0: Really? Yeah. That's the song that's referred to all that stuff. Yeah. Um, And I got one last thing for the movie wiki stuff. Um, I I thought this one was fun. The red lipstick painting lips with the tagline a different set of jaws is a spoof of the poster for the film Jaws that came out the same year.
2: Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah. And now it's time for trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: All right. I have a lot of trivia today, but part of the reason I want to read so much is because I feel like it'll kind of set up our conversation. Um. There could be things that are important that we might reference again. So I'm just going to read a whole lot of trivia right now. Go for it. Um, So maybe I'll I'll read like three and you can do your trivia in between those. Okay. Okay. So here's my first one. Mick Jagger wanted to play Doctor Frankenfurter in the movie version, oh. which is this. So that's a little tidbit.
1: Did
0: it say why he didn't? Nope. Okay.
2: <laughs> but obviously he didn't because Tim Curry did, and Tim Curry's amazing in this yeah, movie.
0: Yeah.
2: Like I can't really see anybody else in the role um
0: i kind of want to talk about that later on
2: okay that's what i'm saying with my trivia. okay next one shortly after rocky horror is born magenta says to dr frankenfurter that rocky is a triumph of your will this is a subtle joke playing on the nazi propaganda movie the triumph of the will uh that came out in 1935 presumably magenta says this because rocky is quite muscular with white blonde hair in many ways fulfilling the the nazis Aryan superman stereotype hmm.
1: okay
2: i thought that one was worth reading because there's definitely a lot of politic a political conversation that could come from this movie yeah and i just thought like starting with the basis of some facts might be a good idea okay um and i'm gonna read this other one Tim Curry told Fresh Air interviewer Terry Gross that in the original play, he started out playing Dr. Frankenfurter with a German accent, but he changed that when he heard a woman on a bus speaking in a highly exaggerated English accent that reminded him of Queen Elizabeth II. He later combined that with elements of his mother's telephone voice to create Dr. (laughs) Frankenfurter's speaking voice. That's what I was laughing at earlier. Okay. Okay. Um, he also said that his mother, a pretty hip lady, enjoyed the show, although not as much as she had liked it, when he appeared in the Pirates of Penzance, because Queen Elizabeth and the Queen Mother, Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, had come to that. So his mom was glad she got to meet the Queen, basically. (laughs) Nice. All right, so I'll move on to this next one.
1: Trivia, trivia, trivia. Thank
2: you. Uh... The filmmakers asked Susan Sarandon to perform fully nude during the touch-a-touch-a-touch-me scene, but she flatly refused even though she had appeared nude in many of her previous films. And I kind of feel like if she had been totally naked, it might have just been that line of like, it's too much for this movie.
0: Yeah. Right? I mean... That's kind of how
2: I felt about it. There
0: wasn't like... There wasn't a lot of nude... There's some nudity, but not much at all. Yeah. For how... Like, um how sexual the theme of the movie is.
2: Right, and I feel like that song is provocative enough that you don't really need her to be naked. Yeah. Like it would take it would almost like take away from it. Yeah. A bit.
1: Trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: Um sorry. Lost your place? No, my phone was just scrolling weird. Here we go. So yeah, I did, but it's <laughs> it's good. Uh Filming took place from October through December near Windsor, England. Barry Botswick claims he was always wet during filming because the castle had a leak. There was one warm room filled with space heaters where cast members took turns warming up until the room caught fire. Oh. That's when I was like, Sean, this was a low-budget
1: movie.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. There's a, there's a few of these trivias that are like, wow, they really didn't have some money. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, even for, you know, 1975, like I mentioned, the $1.4 million budget it had is not a shoestring budget.
2: Right. Um, moving on to the next one.
1: Trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: Thank you. Um, there's a, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there is one just saying that during the wedding scene in the very beginning, they are parodying the famous American Gothic painting, which appears in the castle later on, which I never noticed actually that the painting was there.
0: I didn't notice it. This is my first time. Yeah, we mentioned this, but Anna's seen this. This is my first time ever watching it. I didn't didn't notice
1: Mm -hmm.
0: the painting at all.
2: It also says that the dual 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 rule I can't talk. I should have definitely done some exercises Cinnamon, <laughs> I know next time I will these dual roles play off the Wizard of Oz aspects of the movie where they had the same actors in the wedding scene in the beginning as mm. at the castle later
0: yeah, like i never never realized how much uh. How much this movie is influenced by just movies of the past, before it? Yeah. I had no idea.
2: It's one of those movies that they were like, hey, let's make this fun movie. It's not to be taken too seriously.
0: Yeah, I read, I don't know if you have this in there, but I read that he basically like wrote it, like he was just like bored and wrote it or something like that.
2: I didn't know that. Makes sense though. Here's another one. Little tidbit, Steve Martin auditioned for the role of Brad Majors and apparently didn't get it. Really? Steve? Yep.
0: Oh,
1: that's funny.
2: Wouldn't that be interesting? That would have been if interesting. If it was Steve Martin and Susan Sarandon.
1: Oh, man. Yeah.
0: Trudative. I have to say,
2: like, I almost think I might like that.
0: Well, I mean, I like... I There's like, no way to know for sure. Yeah, I like Steve Martin and everything. He might have been a little too comical in it but i don't know
2: he was pretty over the top in um what we watched last Little week Wars. yeah
0: yeah he yeah
2: so i'm trying to I, well, think I, how he would have been I, in this I, movie i guess what
0: i mean i feel like i feel like um the character of brad was for the most part pretty mellow pretty like yeah he was like the sh- like the the straight, American
2: football player Yeah, yeah, yeah type. You
0: know, Straight laced type guy Yeah And I don't know I can't picture He could do it I mean he's Steve I just can't Maybe picture him doing it As straight laced as The As Barry Boswick did In the movie Yeah I and, think
2: I might agree with that he might have
0: came with a bigger price tag too
2: Potentially
1: Yeah um,
0: Trivia,
1: trivia, trivia
2: this one's very little Tim Curry has stated that Frank is actually pansexual, which makes sense. Do you know what pansexual is?
0: Well, yeah, it's just cuz the I mean the movie has a very clear theme in it, very clear wording.
2: Well, they um, they say he's a transsexual, but he can be a transsexual and a pansexual at the okay. same time. Okay. I think Moving on.
1: Trivia. Trivia, trivia, trivia. trivia.
2: The set had no heat and no bathrooms. When Susan Sarandon told the studio heads, they told her she was complaining too much. Yeah. She caught pneumonia after filming the pool scene in her skimpy outfit. According to Richard O'Brien, she was shaking with fever and should have been under medical supervision, but refused to stop working. Hmm. She probably at that point was well like, well, I'm sick now. I might as well get this over with. Let's was, get out of so, here. So was
0: this, because you said there was like a heater that like...
2: They had a heater room that caught fire. Oh,
0: but the rest of the place was just like freezing cold and wet and stuff. Yeah, and, and
2: if... Yeah, that's right. I mean, at this point, that room might not have even been there anymore.
1: Yeah. Trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: So I'm going to read this one because I have been to... A live Rocky Horror show before and this is totally true and it was part of the experience so I want to just like pay some homage to that not only do patrons dress up for the midnight showings they often bring props the most common are rice thrown at Ralph and Betty's wedding water pistols the back row squirts them during the rain scene I remember that that, that happened to me I got squirted with water uh, newspapers for front and middle rows to shield themselves from rain. Flashlights, there's a light version of over at Frankenstein's place. Rubber gloves during and after their creation speech. Frank snaps his gloves three times. Noisemakers, the Transylvanians, applaud Frank's creation. Uh, toilet paper, preferably Scott's brand. Throw a roll when Brad yells, Great Scott! Confetti, for the Transylvanians, throw confetti at the end of the Charles Atlas reprise. Toast, thrown when Frank proposes a toast at dinner. I remember that really clearly. That was pretty funny. Nice. Um, a party hat, when Frank puts on his hat to wish Rocky Horror happy birthday.
1: Yeah.
2: A bell, when we made it, did you hear a bell ring? And cards, cards for sorrow, cards for pain. Uh, the prop for There's a Light was almost always cigarette lighters during the original 1970s shows, but most movie theaters now ban open flames, a good idea considering the newspaper for the rain scenes. Um, some fans insist that the toast should be buttered, but many theaters frown on that due to the mess, obviously. (laughs) Who's going to throw buttered toast at this stage? Also, if the toast is buttered, I'm eating it. (laughs) It's not going to be a prop. (laughs) Um, do you have
1: more?
2: I do have more. And they just get better because I'm reading from the bottom up. So
1: Trivia, trivia, trivia.
0: It's the trivia hour.
2: <laughs> There's just a lot of great facts. I want to do this movie justice. Okay,
1: okay.
2: Um, <clears throat> when Barry Botswick pounds his fist on the table during the dinner scene, he accidentally pounded on the hand of Susan Sarandon. Oh, The reaction from her is prominent and real. She got her revenge by accidentally stepping on Bostwick's foot with her spike heel during the floor show scene. His reaction is also visible.
1: Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, payback. Mm-hmm. Trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: According to interviews, Patricia Quinn only took a role in the play because she loved the opening song Science Fiction Double Feature. She was upset when she didn't get to sing the song in this movie, but agreed to lip-sync the words as the pair of red lips in the beginning with vocals by Richard O'Brien.
0: Yeah, I, I think I read that one at some point, too. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's an interesting one for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: The green surgical gown that Dr. Frankenfurter wears has a pink triangle over his heart. The triangle was used by Nazis in concentration camps to denote that the wearer was a gay man, but it is pointing downward. The pink triangle pointing upward is often used as a symbol of gay pride. Oh. I never knew that before.
1: Neither did I. Trivia. Trivia. Trivia.
2: Most of the actors and actresses weren't told about the prop corpse of Eddie under the dining room tablecloth. (laughs) When it was revealed during filming, their looks of horror are genuine. The only three who knew were Tim Curry, Richard O'Brien, and Meatloaf, who had to model the corpse.
0: That makes sense. Yeah.
2: Isn't that great? That was my favorite one. Huh.
1: Trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: And actually, just, sorry, you went a little early. Um, I had forgotten about that part, and watching it, I think I said something like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you you seemed you seem surprised. I was really
2: surprised, and it was, like, really gross. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, on to the next one. Uh, Dr. Everett V. Scott crashes through the wall for his entrance because the set builders forgot to put an extra door in the lab set. Huh. They just, like, had him coming through the wall.
1: (laughs) Trivia, trivia, trivia.
2: Um, just to skim this one, it basically talks about how the movie bombed, Um, when it first opened, Meatloaf said he attended an opening week performance with writer and director Jim Sharman in the Midwest, and the theater was empty except for them. Um, but midnight screenings became popular in the mid-1970s, and word of mouth began to spread that the midnight audience might enjoy this movie. It began showing at midnight in a few cities and became so popular that it has been shown continuously in movie theaters since 1975, making it the the, lo- the longest theatrical run in history so that verifies what we said yeah. earlier about the money that it made. Um
0: Yeah, did it basically gain like cult classic status like by like 1978 or something like that? It was super fast.
2: Yeah, it looks like it I mean it says it came out in mid 70s yeah. and it says it became popular in mid 70s. Yeah. So it bombed in the theaters but then the night crowd started being like this is a fun movie to watch at midnight. let mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. I do want to mention, too, since we have listeners in Germany, the Museum Leitspiel Cinema in München, Germany, has screened the movie every week since June twenty fourth, 1977, off the, offering special kits to enable celebrations during the show.
1: That's they,
2: fun. Yeah, so they already, they like hand out props for it. Yeah. Nice. All right, I have two more, it looks like
1: trivia trivia
2: trivia this was the theatrical movie debut of tim curry for dr dr frankenfurter yeah
1: i didn't know that
2: i did not know that either um and the last one which i i think this one's really interesting In an interview with Terry Gross on her radio program Fresh Air, Tim Curry said that he got to meet Prince Charles and Princess Diana because she loved Curry in this movie. She requested the meeting while he was in a production of Love for Love that they attended. Curry recalled that he was placed at the end of the receiving line, and while Prince Charles only vaguely recognized Curry from seeing him on television, Princess Diana told Curry with a wicked smile that Rocky Horror had quite completed her education. (laughs) that's That's it that's my trivia
1: trivia trivia trivia
2: i mean if it has this the seal from princess diana nobody can not like this movie right Right? like we might as well just end the conversation because
1: just
0: end the podcast
2: the princess says it's a good movie she liked it it quite completed my education (laughs) that's funny <laughs>
0: funny way to worry too
2: yep yeah, i i would agree with her because when i watched this i was you know 16 i went to the live show when i was 17 um and it's really i feel like it's a movie that's like um i didn't read it but there was a trivia in there that said that tim curry thinks of this movie now as like a teenage rite of passage. And I think that's kind of how I felt about it, watching it as a teenager.
0: Yeah. So a little continu- Or on that note, like I mentioned, I had never seen this movie, right? This is a movie that was never on my radar growing up at all. Me and my friends just wasn't, wasn't on our radar. And it wasn't until I actually, I don't think I, I've heard of it, but it never registered into my consciousness until after I met you,
1: mm. basically.
0: So that like going into this and I want to make this noted for, cause I went back to taking the thumbnail notes right? instead of reading from Wikipedia, cause that sucked. Um,
2: the trivia is great from uh, IMDB though.
0: Yeah, I mean all that stuff. I just mean like me reading the uh, paragraphs right. on Wikipedia just wasn't good. So I took the, I went back to my bullet bullet point notes, and I just want just want people to keep that in mind with some of my notes that my context for this movie, me going into this movie, whatever. I knew very little. Right. So if yeah, just barely anything at all, other than the big red lips and. And had some, like, drag in it. Did you remember
2: the time warp? Because me and uh, somebody used to do the time warp all the time. No. You don't? No. No. That's funny.
0: All right. Let's get to it, Anna. (laughs) Giant red lips. (laughs) Yep. Kind of scary credits. Fun song.
2: (laughs) Exactly. I feel like in that opening that's all you're thinking. Yeah. Like, like what, even for me, of those having too. seen it before, I'm just like, it definitely gets you into it. It's, it gets you into like a, um, hypnotic state preparing oh. you for the rest of the film.
0: Yeah. <laughs> very, very unique opening to a movie for sure. Yeah. And then, um, and then it opens to the church and I have opens with rice. It opens with rice being being thrown in the face. At the w- I just noticed it looked like people were just chucking rice in their face.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's true. Damn. They do. They do throw it pretty aggressively.
0: And then here's another note I had. The wedding photographer had a cool voice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The wedding photographer was funny because I remember they took one picture of the whole wedding party Mm -hmm. and then just like looked around smiling. And that was the photographer's job.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I Mm -hmm.
2: wish I wish wedding photography was that easy, but actually I don't, you
0: you know. And then you pointed out the cousins.
2: Right. From the American
0: Gothic. Yeah, just just standing there by the door. Mm -hmm. And then we move on to the proposal song, which starts off in the graveyard i wonder if that's symbolic is that supposed to be symbolic at all
2: i think he's just pr- it's just setting the sh- scene of like they are getting engaged at this wedding yeah janet's kind of like are you ever gonna ask me she doesn't say that but that's kind of where she's going with it and he's like well yeah i got the ring right here and then they're engaged so romantic
0: so romantic
2: <laughs> i'm being sarcastic because it's I just enjoyed, so like that song i enjoyed the song too um
0: Actually, when it started up, because last week we watched Little Shop of Horrors, and uh, I actually like—I think overall, I enjoyed the music more in this movie. Same overall.
2: It's uh, it's catchy. Like, there's some songs that are actually really good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, Little Shop of Horrors has a couple bangers, but some of them, in my most of, a couple of them in my mind were completely forgettable.
2: Some of yeah, I mean,
0: if not, I, I just didn't like.
2: Yeah, I mean that's last week's episode, but I will say like some of those songs are so short that I forgot about them as we were podcasting the next night. So
0: And then story setup with man and study.
2: Right. The narrator kind of who's guiding us through the, the um show. I love the part when they're doing the time warp and that guy is just like, it's just a step to the left. You know, You're just
1: cutting to him, and like
2: yeah. Every once in a while, he's like he's like showing us how to do yeah. it. I love that part.
0: Um, and then we go to them driving in the rain, and the tire blows out at a dead end in the middle of a rainstorm in the middle of nowhere, and it's time, time to go. Time this is what I wrote. Time to go their mansion. Yep. Enter at your own risk. Ooh, another song. This is when we get them singing in the rain when they get to the mansion.
2: Right, that song's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, all, I mean, like I said, most of them were enjoyable. And um, I noticed so uh, it was funny because she had the newspaper over her head. And I was just thinking about how remarkably dry that was keeping her, at least for a while. And he was just soaked
2: Well, by the end of the song, there's, like, water splashing in her face, too, and she's also soaked. But, yeah, it is funny, because there there is a part where she's like, oh, yeah, I'm dry, but he's not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, my next note was, they're singing about the light on in the mansion, and then all the motorcycles drive by them, which they were seeing motorcycles on the road before they broke down. And then um, then I mentioned how they're just soaked by the end of it, both of them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to the smoking study guy. You, my notes are very like, oh, there's this guy again. Okay. Yeah. What's happening? And then um, my next note just hello. Hello, <laughs> no, I'm so glad you
2: wrote that. <laughs> that's, hello. That's the
1: whole note. Let's see.
2: I just did it pretty well. Yeah hello (laughs) when he opens the door i love that part i actually laughed i I had for i forgot most of this movie because i hadn't seen it since i saw it live as a teenager um i kind of like i had that experience and i was like you know what like i'm good i'm gonna keep this memory so i haven't seen it for i mean you know 18 years ish yeah um wow, that's insane. It's been like double my time of life since then. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that part, I just like totally, I forgot a lot and um, it made me laugh. Hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then we move into the mansion. And when you're first introduced to the inside of the mansion, it's very, there's not much going on. But they it, just want to use the phone. Yeah, it's very cobwebby and stuff. So my next note is, it's like, oh, the inside of the mansion's very clean and fun looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dirty and grimy, and then you have the maid draped over the the Right,
1: you know,
2: don't even notice there. her until she moves.
0: Yeah. And then um and then we quickly move into the other room and we get the pelvic <laughs> the pelvic thrust song.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The time warp. The time warp.
1: Yeah. In my head, though, when It's I'd the
2: listen. pelvic thrust that makes you go insane. It's the pelvic thrust song. That's Let's what it's called. Let's right? do the time warp again. I, I don't think
0: I was able to totally understand what they were saying. That's why I wrote the pelvic thrust song, because that's one of the only things that I could clearly hear that they're saying.
2: It's just a jump to the left and a step to the right. Put your hands on your hips. And pull your knees in tight, but it's a pelvic thrust that makes him go insane. I'm not going to sing it anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, he's he's pity clapping me.
0: It's not a pity clap, <laughs> you clap. into the mic.
2: That wasn't my full sing voice.
1: <laughs> and will say that every single time she sings.
2: <laughs> Only because it's it's true.
0: My next note, Tim Curry has officially arrived
2: yeah I love that Janet just absolutely screams when she sees him
0: and, and it feels like as quickly as he arrives
2: actually I mean I don't know that his he's I feel like he's a they them pronoun they are
0: yeah well throughout the movie they refer to him as he and him the
2: they did time. yeah okay because
0: I was trying I was listening for that because I wanted to do it appropriately but back then i don't think using they them was really that wasn't a thing
2: it they them has been around for a very long time it's just not well known
0: yeah i don't know whatever um
2: but it's getting to be well known and that's good
0: so after tim curry had officially arrived my next note is they just want to use the phone All this is happening, and they just want to use the phone.
2: Yeah, and they're gradually getting madder and madder, which is uh, understandable. (laughs) But everybody's just ignoring them.
0: And then uh, back up the elevator he goes. Just leaves. He comes down, sings a song, and then leaves. Right. And...
2: Uh, We can't just skim over that song. That's my favorite song in the whole thing. I'm a sweet transvestite from Transylvania. (laughs) It's so good.
0: I was lost.
2: You were? Yeah. I love that song. You know why I love that song, though? I've been to drag shows before, and it is so reminiscent of them. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and that's an experience all on its own. So I guess I have a no- nostalgic factor there.
0: Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Um, I got back up he goes up the elevator, and now their clothes are gone. Because this is when they strip them of their clothes, the um, Janet and Brad, and they're just in their underwear.
2: Oh yeah, they just take. They're like, here, take your clothes off and go upstairs.
0: Yeah, they, quick, <laughs> they yeah they they quickly take them upstairs too, and all of a sudden everybody's upstairs.
2: Isn't it cute how their their underwear is just like the worst white underwear you could possibly have. It's
0: the most basic. So basic. Yeah, they be some basic bitches.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on.
0: <laughs> and then I mentioned how I was getting creepy cult vibes. Yeah. When they're upstairs.
2: You thought that that was when the creepy cult vibes started?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when they're upstairs. I feel like the. And you got them standing in the, like, down below in the middle, just wearing their underwear, and they put on those, like. Uh-huh kind of like long shirt type robe. well things.
2: when they first when they first go up the elevator they see frankenfurter standing in like a frock thing
0: yeah yeah exactly um, and everybody else is standing along the rail up on top right so yeah
2: i guess yeah that's when the obvious culty mm-hmm. begins
0: yeah because before that it just kind of seemed like a like a interesting party
2: right at a random castle in the woods yeah, yeah. no big deal
0: you no know people who own castles throw parties and then uh, Brad went from chill to super mad real fast. Mm-hmm. At this part.
2: Which makes sense.
0: And then my the next note just says, a creature, you say?
2: Right, because Frankenfurter is saying that it's his creature's birthday. hmm And he's about to be born.
0: And then this is when things start clicking me with or this is when things start clicking with me a little more. Is this a Frankenstein story?
2: It's definitely a Frankenstein reference.
0: I mean... He's... Like, the main guy is... Frankenfurter.
2: Right. And he's yeah. bringing Rocky to life.
0: Yeah, so... And then... <laughs> so I mentioned... I mean, so. it's
2: it's almost like Riff Raff should have been like, It's alive! Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we got... At this point, he's bringing him to life, and he's in this tub, this clear tub. Right. That's filled it's with water. It's more
2: of a tank.
0: Tank. Okay. This, like, plexiglass tank mm-hmm. that's filled with water. He's floating there, looking like a mummy, right? hmm And so I say, Frankenmummy sings and is remarkably dry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. And then the uh, Dr. Frankenfurter pours the rainbow juice on him. Well, and yeah. it fills up the um tank with rainbowy water, but it's not really water because it's not actually wet in there.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like like he's all he's noticeably floating in there, mm-hmm. but by the time he's coming alive and getting out of the tank,
2: there's no water there's in no it. There's no water in it. Right. And
0: he's perfectly dry. Right. Um
2: It's science, man.
0: Hey, My next note is the doctor chasing Frankenmummy around.
2: Right. He created this baby and his baby doesn't want his daddy Mm -hmm. (laughs) or his mommy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he chases him around the room like three or four times. And he's like, uh, you got to give Turn Curry credit for those high heels, man. (laughs) Because I don't (laughs) don't think I could go that fast in heels.
0: I didn't even think that. That didn't even click in my mind. And then a uh, cool weight set. The doctor wants him to be strong, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, happy birthday. You were just born. Why don't you lift some weights for me, even though you're already ripped?
0: Yeah, right. And then um I said WTF, frozen motorcycle guy.
2: Right. He comes out of nowhere with a crack in his head and you don't really know who he is. Except At all. except that uh Columbia is like in love with him. Um, I don't like that entry for that character because it just comes out of nowhere and it feels out of nowhere that whole time. You're just like, what's it's very
0: going edible. on? But, um, I didn't know who that was. You didn't? No. It, did, it didn't click with me at all until I saw in the credits like, oh my God, that's who that was, right? Right. It's Meatloaf. It was Meatloaf. Mm-hmm i don't know if i ever saw a picture of meatloaf when meatloaf was young
2: i actually don't i don't know meatloaf really (coughs) sean's wrestling with our cat because she's messing with their microphone
0: nudging up on on the mic (laughs) jesus wow (laughs) our cat thing or our cat are some things that cats Like, the noises that they make is,
2: we should just have a standing joke about our cats that, like, we have a sound effect that just plays randomly (laughs) and it's the cat noise. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. You just heard our random button.
0: A random cat noise. Yeah. But, so at this point, I didn't know who that was, but what was clicking in my head is like, I started thinking of if they remade this movie, who could play these modern characters? And for the meatloaf character, which I think kind of fitting, knowing who he is and everything, what popped in my head was a Jack Black.
2: Oh, definitely. Right? I thought the same thing while we were watching it. And
0: also for Tim, for uh Frick and Fritter, mm-hmm. do you know who kept popping in my head of somebody who could play that in modern day? Who? He might be a little older now to do it, but uh, Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords.
2: No, eh.
0: Yeah, he sound, like, the way he sings and everything, he's got that square face. Like, I totally think he could pull it off.
2: I think he could pull it off. It just wouldn't be the same.
0: Well, obviously it would never be that. like, nothing's the same as the original, but I'm just saying, that's the vibes I kept getting.
2: There was somebody else who I was thinking that way with. Maybe it'll come to me later.
0: Yeah, I, like... I can think of. I the have to say though,
2: if they were to remake this, there is one person in this cast that I would not want to see replaced, because <laughs> they are so purely this character. Who's that? Susan Sarandon. Really? She's just Janet.
0: She's just Janet.
2: She's just Janet. I have to. I have another. Maybe uh, <laughs> a
0: little weird if She played
1: her today though. <laughs>
2: Well, it would be, but you know what I mean? Like, I would have a hard time letting her go Yeah. to see somebody else in that role. Um, I was going to say, though, when I... Here's... Okay, here's my little high school went-to-see Rocky Horror Live story. Are you ready for this? Okay. My experience was a little bit different from others. So... Sean sat back. He gave me the mic.
0: Story time.
2: (laughs) All right. I'm 17. And my friends and I have decided that we are going to skip our senior prom and go to Rocky Horror Show instead, but dress up in prom dresses. And at this point, I did not have any means to get a prom dress I wasn't even going to go to prom before because I could not get a dress. So all my friends wore prom dresses to Rocky Horror and I dressed like the Christian church girl and just wore what I had, which was like a long 90s style skirt with like flowers on it.
0: Like a super like plain Jane type.
2: And a black t-shirt. Yeah. That was like tugged in like I was Janet (laughs) um, at Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I just, um, what happened was they pulled our group onto the stage at the beginning um, because we were all there for prom and it was really obvious. And we were some of the youngest people there.
1: Yeah.
2: And... They pulled us all on stage and had games for us to play. And it was like a, context, a contest. And the games were slightly sexual, but not exactly. Um, I mean,
0: yeah, it seems fitting for the...
2: So the, the, <laughs> there were a few, but they, I lost at all of them. And the one that I really remember, <clears throat> since I lost the rounds, it was just me and another friend from our party on the stage together and we the two of us were supposed to see who could blow up a condom like a balloon the fastest and I had never even held a condom in my hand before (laughs) and I wasn't gonna do it I sat there holding it and he just was looking at me to see if I was gonna do it and I was like come on like, don't do this to me. And everybody's cheering like crazy. I feel like I'm going to pee myself in fear at this point. Because I wasn't just... I wasn't Janet, okay? I was like 17. I was like Janet when she was 13 years old.
1: <laughs>
2: okay. Um, <laughs> I was terrified. And he finally blew up the condom and popped it. And... I was like, oh my god, I'm so glad that's over, and I go to walk off the stage, and the manager pulls me by myself back onto the stage, and he says that I am so clearly Janet, that every time Janet's name is said on the movie, they're gonna all yell, Anna, instead. So, throughout the entire movie, every time they said Janet the entire crowd in the theater yelled anna and my date got so mad that he left halfway through really because i was clearly uncomfortable but i
0: wasn't i and wasn't he was mad that you were uncomfortable
2: right mm. but i wasn't so uncomfortable that it mattered i was just kind of like wow this is crazy i i didn't want the attention on me i was very like don't look at me in yeah. high school if you don't know me kind of thing um so that is my Rocky Horror experience.
0: A lot more than I have.
2: <laughs> I feel like, you know, there's definitely, like, ways to have different experiences at the theater version. But that was mine. Yeah. Um, Probably not a night that I would want to live over again. It but was like a pretty
0: stressful night.
2: It was a bit stressful. It was a story, though. But I also, I had fun.
0: Yeah.
2: Like... It was a fun experience.
0: Dang.
2: I didn't mind them saying Anna.
0: You look back on her fondly, though, don't you? Like you, you tell me the story right now. People can't see, it, but you have a smile on your face the entire time you're telling it.
2: It's a good story, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there's that.
2: Yeah, I'm okay with it. <laughs>
0: there you go. Ready to get back to this? Yes. Okay. So we just get meatloaf, popping out, in the motorcycle. Singing. And my next note is, oh, damn, the sax. He just bust out that sax and just started killing it, right? Saxophone?
2: I don't remember the sax.
0: <laughs> the sax <laughs> stood out to <at> me. <laughs> and then um, and then this popped into my head. Because I noticed this scar in his head. Right. I was like, oh, is he a failed creation from before?
2: Right, and apparently he was. Mm-hmm. But somehow he was also... The other guy's nephew. Yeah. So that didn't make sense. So,
0: so he's, he wasn't like a full creation. It just kind of seemed like maybe he just tried to modify his brain or something. Or his body. I don't know. No, because his body was the same. Because he saw pictures of him from the past.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe he was trying to alter his body into Rocky's body. I don't know. but it didn't work they don't specify uh, but, it's all uh, speculation who
0: doesn't like this and then my next note is um my next note is okay he dead.
2: <clears throat> yeah I hate that part
0: yeah he's just chasing him into the freezer and just hes him okay oh, yeah.
2: And uh, Columbia's, like, it. screaming.
0: You don't see it. You do
2: but... see his body afterwards when he walks away.
0: Barely. But I'm saying you don't see him. It's kinda like see it happen, right? kind of like in Little You don't see it happen, right?
2: Well, blood spatters out.
0: Yeah. And my next note is, so he's creating sex slaves.
2: Did he say that?
0: No, but that's basically what he's doing, right?
2: I mean, that's kind of what it we'll we'll just go with a yes on that that's kind of what it seems like cuz the the next song is that like I'll make a man out of you or something like give me 7 days to make you a man. Yeah. And it's like he's clearly already a man. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: and then um and then we cut back to the guy in the study.
2: I feel like that whole thing is just to let us know like hey, frankenfurter is like a weird guy but he's a really weird guy right or they are a really weird person i
0: got more notes on him okay um yeah we, we go back to the study guy who's basically this the narrator kind of but he's kind of just more kind of filling in gaps for the most part kind of less narrating i feel like and more just kind of like and now this and this and this happens okay now back to our show Like, that happened a couple times with him, basically.
2: Right. Right, he's just narrating it.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel like he's doing that to pull us out of it a little bit.
0: Maybe. But my next one is separate rooms, dot, dot, dot. It's the doctor.
2: (laughs) I don't like that part either. That part's weird. It's really weird. It's kind of
0: funny, like, because, like, how they do the voiceovers and stuff.
2: Right, and then he sed- he seduces both of them in the same way.
0: Yeah, my next one is oh wow, she did it just like that. Damn, Brad.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And then uh
2: Don't
1: kill Brad.
0: Yeah, don't Brad <laughs> It's like damn like that that quick? And then we jump to uh and then it cuts the scene to um to <laughs> I will, why is Igor attacking Frank and Mummy? Yeah, the can-
2: <laughs> yeah, because riff raff just randomly goes after Rocky with the candlestick.
0: Yeah, and there's no context for it or anything. hmm And but it's it plays kind of plays on that Frankenstein thing too, because Frankenstein is Frankenstein's monster
2: is afraid of fire. Is afraid of fire. Right. Like, so I think they're just going with it. With it's like they're just referencing that, and there's no sense to it.
0: <laughs> the next note is, damn. The doctor is the horniest person in life. Yeah. <laughs> and then, damn, Brad, you're no better than Jeanette. Janet. Janet, Janet. Yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> At that point, you're kind of like, well, what can you do?
1: Yeah. And then you
2: And like, she's so funny because she goes, Brad, no! when yeah, <laughs> right. she sees him. <laughs> but it's like, you just did the same thing. Calm down. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, you shouldn't be mourning this anymore. You're already over this. And it,
0: and it cuts to Frankenmummy rocking around, running around outside with the hounds chasing him.
2: Why are you calling him Frankenmummy?
0: Because <laughs> that's what he is. His name is Rocky. It's a combination of the mummy and Frankenstein.
2: And, uh... I'll
0: call him Rocky from now on, okay? Okay. <laughs> um... But yeah, he's just running around outside, like he's trying to escape or something, and the hounds are after him at this point. And then... Um,
2: right. Do we ever see the hounds? I don't think we see any hounds. We do, just hear you, them.
0: No, you see them. You do? I, yeah, I remember seeing them. It is It a very quick shot, but you do see them. But then it cuts to, to Janet, like, going upstairs, mm-hmm. and Rocky is, like, hiding up there at this point already. Right. But it cuts from outside of him running around to inside with him hiding
2: right i also love how the castle has like two rooms and that's it
0: <laughs> i read something aside about from
2: that. you did
0: yeah i read there's a reason for that i forget exactly what it. it's
2: was because like. they were on a low budget
0: the the um the like the white room the the coldish room right that wasn't shot in the mansion that was shot like on a sound like on a stage somewhere else
2: that makes sense
0: yeah that's why, yeah, that's kind of why there's, like, so little spots. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, this one room or this room, or, you know. Makes sense. And then... Um,
2: they also have a theater in the castle. Okay.
0: So, my next note was just, damn, Janet, we're Frank and mummy too But Rocky, like, she just okay
2: yeah no she didn't just okay that's her touch me song yeah but i mean at, at first, that point she's hungry for more yeah she's like
0: she even says that too doesn't she basically
2: something like that yeah yeah
0: in the, in the song in the touch me song
2: right
0: and my next note is
2: she's just so like oh let me just find this dumb hot guy <laughs> <laughs> and get close with him that's cool
0: Well, I didn't get the sense that she was seeking him out, but she found him and they're alone, and she's like, okay. Yeah. Let's do this.
2: Poor Rocky.
0: Poor Rocky. (laughs) (laughs) The next one is, uh, they aliens? Because this is when it first started clicking to me, like, oh.
2: Yeah, it's anybody. as it's around that point that we find out that they're aliens. Do they
0: just? Straight, I don't remember. If they they
2: say after them. the other doctor arrives. I
0: think I think mm-hmm. they referred to. Um, uh, I mentioned this later on, so I'll, I'll move on. But um,
1: hmm.
2: when Doctor Everett arrives, yeah. he actually says that they're aliens.
0: But my next note is, that's a strong magnet. When he turns on the magnet in the white room and it pulls the doctor all the way from downstairs up the stairs. Oh, yeah. Like all the way up the stairs. Like. <laughs> yep. And His then,
2: wheelchair.
0: Uh, next note is name, 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 name. This is. When... <laughs> yeah, this is the doing with just came. This is when they're confronting each other in their room and they all just keep saying each other's names.
2: Oh. Uh, Janet. Dr. Scott, Janet, Brad, Rocky. Yeah. Did I do it right?
0: I don't know. Con-
2: I think that's right. Something like that, I yeah. Like I like that part. I always that was always one of my favorite parts.
0: It's so pretty good. So so then this scene goes on for a minute, but then it cuts to dinner time. And um and my next note is, are they eating freezer guy? Because at this point I didn't realize who it was. And then I said, yep, he dead in the table. <laughs> <laughs> they're eating him.
2: They were eating him?
0: Yeah, that's why That's why the one girl who was in love with him, like, Frankenfurter says something, and then she, like, gets disgusted and, like, spits out her food and walks away.
2: Oh. And, and then
0: you see Rocky just chowing down on it like he not a care in the world. I think that they're eating him. I think that that's what they're insinuating. Gross. Yeah. But, yep, he dead. He's in the table.
2: His name is Eddie.
0: Eddie. And then, um, the next note is they're glued.
2: Right, they get stuck to the floor. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, people want to leave. And Frank and... They're all calling Frank and Furter out for being a messed up dude. A messed up person. I'm gonna stop... I'm trying to stop using male pronouns because I feel like that's not quite right. She's wearing shoes the whole time. That's an alien. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why you can't take this movie too seriously. Anyway, um, oh,
1: whatever
2: you want. Frankenfur is a bad alien. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I just want to say, like, um, take everything we're saying with a grain of salt. Do not take it seriously. <laughs> because.
1: Take serious.
2: Anyone who is trans, and I just I just want to say, like, um, good for you. Like, live your life, you're awesome, do your thing. Nothing that we say. I don't want to offend anybody, because, like...
0: Well, I mean, the, the, <laughs> but this movie is a very... This isn't, like, a
1: clear-cut movie.
0: That's you know? what
2: I'm like, trying to say. So. Like... You know. It's really hard to talk about. It's not. I don't know if we can talk about this movie in a politically correct way because it's not a politically correct it came movie. Out came out in
0: the seventies. Came out in seventy-five. You know. Yeah. And throughout the movie, they ref- they refer to Frank Furter as a he. Okay. So, but he's actually an alien. Hmm. So it's like who cares? Right. You know.
2: But the high heels, which suggest otherwise.
1: No,
0: no, really. Potentially, so, so, I mean somebody who.
2: It's know, the kind of thing where it's like whatever Frankenfurter, whatever so, you are, who do your as a thing. H&M
0: could wear heels all day.
2: Okay, moving on.
0: <laughs> uh, they get the
2: point. Anyway,
0: I was gonna say that I like part part of why I like these bullet bullet point notes.
2: Were you just gonna say bull poop? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't say bulletproof <laughs> bullet point <laughs> notes. Is because I can just say kind of a random thing. That really doesn't have anything to do with the movie. Like when I said they're glued. Mm-hmm. Like there was a way more scientific term used for it. Like an alien the scientific, like whatever they said in the movie. But, um, and you knew exactly what I was talking about. Right. And then my next note is Sweet Punch Brad.
2: Who did Brad punch?
0: I think, I think Brad threw a punch at like Frankenfurter or something. But the reason why I said that is because it obviously missed him by like a foot. Oh, but was it supposed act, to look like? Yeah, they acted like it actually connected. But That's funny. This is one of those film things that I just totally noticed.
2: Yay, Brad, you got him.
0: And in my next was, turn them into statues. Dang.
2: Right. And those statues, they were like really good replicas. Yeah, like it. Yeah. Whoever they got to do the statues. Good job.
0: What do you think those statues were actually made out of?
2: Do you know? Are you You going to answer me when I guess?
0: No, I'm curious, because I don't think they're real statues.
2: Are you thinking they were made out of cake? Like your cake shows?
1: (laughs) That'd be be fun.
2: (laughs) I don't think they were made out of cake, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they were just some kind of cheap plaster.
0: Yeah. And then, um... okay, so So, uh, we move a little bit. Move on a little bit, and now he's doing, like... We transition to the stage. Right. And... I
2: like this transition, too.
0: And so my next note is... They go straight... They go straight from being a statue to just singing. Perfectly in character. Mm-hmm. Right? I felt that to be a little odd. Like, my note says they go straight to sing from statue form. Okay.
2: Well, they have those... The way that they ha- have the masks drawn on them, it almost seems like the circle of the face mm-hmm. is, like, still the statue on their face.
1: Yeah.
2: You know that's what I mean? Right, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of s- potential symbolism in this <laughs> movie that we're probably missing as probably. we're talking about it. Yeah. But that's one of the things that I thought about while we were watching it.
0: I also thought, I also mentioned that it um, that is a pretty high production stage performance for Nobody. For nobody, yeah, because there's nobody in the audience.
2: Well, right. I mean, until there's a bunch of old people in the audience, and yeah. one of them is wearing a crown.
0: <laughs> but, but I'm just like, when it starts off, there's nobody there, right? In a very elaborate stage performance, right? Um, and then pool orgy question mark?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like they just start going.
2: Obviously yes.
0: Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> And, <laughs> uh,
2: it's not exactly an orgy they're just swimming around sensually
0: well i mean like yeah it's not an orgy obviously but it's just like the way it was heading was like geez calm down there guys hmm. <laughs> uh then the doctor wakes up and his legs are working
2: yeah, they're working, but he still can't stand up.
0: Yeah, he's just like... He's
2: just came. doing the can-can.
1: Yeah, the can-can.
0: He
2: looks under his blanket, and there's the shoes under there, and he's like, oh. Mm-hmm. And he can't decide if he likes them or not, but then he decides he does. Because he's on the stage kicking his legs in his wheelchair.
0: And then... Um, and then this is when it's revealed that... Um, like, fully revealed that Riff Raff and Magenta are both aliens also right they come out in their full alien getup
2: right and it looks like the wolverine costume or something
0: it kind of does look like the wolverine costume huh right it, it but it also like really has that cheesy like 1950s alien movie vibe like, right. like you could see like twilight zone or something but
2: her hair is very monsters oh yeah
0: yeah you definitely see that his hair is very uh munchkin land is Wait, it that's what it reminded me of
2: What's Munchkin Land? From
0: Wizard of Oz, you know, like one of the little lollipop gill guys. That's, has... that's Oz. No one, no one of the little lollipop gill, little Munchkins in you know Wizard of Oz has that top little top knot, little top, little top ponytail thing on the very top of his head, right?
2: That's called a top knot.
0: A top knot, but it's not a knot, is it? Whatever is you it? want to call it. Okay. That's just what it reminded me of. Okay. Uh,
2: moving on again I'm sorry
0: why is Transylvania treated like another planet
2: because it is it's the planet Transylvania
0: I know but isn't that that's typically not something that's treated as a whole other planet no So that... this is
2: a different tra- there's many Transylvanias Sean this is just uh, another one
0: thank you for clearing it up for me you're welcome and then this is when the audience appears of all the old people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then you point out, oh no! And then he does more singing and stuff. He ends up on the other side of the, like he walks down through the crowd and everything down the center. Right. And then everybody disappears.
2: And yeah.
0: That's when you realize that the audience was never there. <clears throat> that's just his
1: imagination.
0: Hmm. And then Anna point out. Is that an alien statue up there?
2: Yeah, that was random, but when they pan over, there's an alien in the corner. Like a big, like, uh, Independence Day style one. Yeah. Like, with the, the cat eyes <clears throat> and the green. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It was very random. And all it did was sit there.
0: It didn't move do anything. It's just a glowing... Just, its eyes were glowing, like you mentioned. It just there up in the corner. Mm-hmm. And then, um, top-notch laser effects.
2: Oh, yeah. The laser gun. Those were so good. Yeah. When they bounced off
0: of Rocky, I was impressed. It had to be million dollars of the budget just on those. So
2: I couldn't do that. I don't know how to do
0: that effect. I thought it was cool. Nobody does. That's why they're so good. Top-notch. Rocky's too strong for your lasers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just bounced off his pecs and his back. Mm-hmm. Back muscles. Um... Interesting planet oh, name.
1: I
2: also just want to uh, point out the King Kong reference when he went raw oh, nice. and climbed up the tower. Yeah,
1: climbing up the tower, <laughs> and
0: then as he's falling, you hear like the sound of like plant like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was pretty great. And um, interesting planet name. Did I miss a planet name, or am I still talking about Transylvania? Probably. And. Um, the castle teleports.
2: Yes. Well, it doesn't teleport. It. I
0: thought they're... No, they're transfer. Weren't they teleporting the, the mansion back to their home planet?
2: It didn't teleport. It lifted off of the ground. Oh, did it? Yeah, that's why I was like, Sean, are you seeing this? I, th- I
0: thought it was just some weird, cheesy teleporting effect.
2: No, you missed it. It actually, like, levitates off the ground and goes up.
0: And then... And then we kind of just end with them, like, at that point, just them laying on the ground underneath the mansion, like, where the mansion, right well, outside where the mansion was.
2: Riff Ruff had told Janet and Brad and Dr. Everett to leave because they were going to hijack the castle. <clears throat> so they all leave. And then the way I see it is that the, like, air from the castle lifting off is, like, pushing them down or something. Yeah. That's what it
0: seems but like. But I was just saying, that's the last we see them. Is just yep. them on the ground, kind of like rolling around.
2: Yeah, we don't really know what happens after yeah, that. Nothing about that.
0: And then, but the movie really ends.
2: I really would like it if we got like the breakup story, story afterwards with Janet and Brad. If they could just have that conversation and be like, maybe we're not quite ready to get married. Yeah. Let's be friends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like.
2: Um, let's be each other's wingman.
0: So, So we come back to this To the guy in the study, and he wraps up the story, right? But earlier in it, he like brings out their files, like almost like he's like had done an event, like is doing an investigation or done an investigation on what happened to them.
2: Who? Oh, yeah. Yeah. right? Right. It seemed like he's trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah, he's trying to figure out what happened to them. Like they disappeared or something. Mm hmm. Which they didn't. They're right there. They're right there. They're just chilling. But my last note for this movie was, how does this guy know the whole story?
2: Well, obviously, he's... I have no idea. (laughs) Maybe he made it up. Maybe it's all in his head. Like that one movie that we watched with the guy and the pig and the... death in the car. The guy and
0: the pig and the death in the car.
2: Yeah, do you remember we watched that a while ago? It had a... I don't know his name. You don't remember the Dream World thing? It was a weird movie that we watched. Like a few months ago.
0: Was it a real movie?
2: Yes.
1: I don't remember.
2: It starts out kind of as a hair a horror. Um, but it's like very slow and there's this the woman. Talking about her thoughts with her boyfriend, and they're going to visit his parents for oh, the holidays. Oh, but then it turns out that the whole story oh, is in this old guy's head as he's dying.
0: Oh, you're talking about that movie with Jesse Plemons? Yeah. And yeah, it's a Netflix movie. I forget the name of it. I remember to are talking.
2: About. We have to say what it is now.
0: Uh, Jesse oh my God. I know it was Jesse Plemons because he was amazing in it.
2: I'm yeah, sure. he's uh, good.
0: Jesse Clemens. It was this movie right here. But what was it Click
2: one? on it and it'll tell you. Know,
0: you. That is, oh, will it?
2: Yeah, the pictures will tell you.
0: I'm thinking of ending things. That's what it was called.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That movie was trippy. Yeah. i actually did not like it really but it was i'm not sorry i watched it at the same time you know
1: yeah
0: for sure yeah it's from the same person who did the eternal sunshine and spotless mind
2: i like that movie better
0: (laughs) yeah fair enough um but yeah then the movie's over
2: why did i bring this one up I was saying... Oh,
0: because you're like, oh, could it have all been in his mind? Oh, yeah. The narrator Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: And now it's time for... Do-do-do-do-do. do, 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 do. go play
1: reviews.
2: <laughs> the face that Sean does, I feel like I need to take a picture next episode, because he does the same face every time he does that, and it's so cute. <clears throat>
0: he, he, like,
2: puckers his lips all cute.
0: This? Hang on. Oh, that's... Oh no, I lost it.
2: What we'll do you lose?
0: Oh. So some of these I'm going to just read the beginning blurbs cuz people have some opinions on this movie.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's why I read so much trivia too cuz it's just one of those movies that need like people are talking about this movie.
0: So The beginning blurb for this one that was written in 2020. This is by far the weirdest and strangest movie I have ever seen. <laughs> The story does not have any meaning. It was just made for fun and for the sake of being strange. Three stars. Do you agree with that review?
2: Yeah, I think I do. You think you do? To an extent. I have mixed feelings about this movie. That's one of the reasons I chose it, because it's just... It's like I can't put my finger on it, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know? It's not meant to be figured it out. It's not meant to be understood. It is just meant to have fun with.
0: The best, worst movie ever. I've seen this dozens of times at midnight showings. Five stars.
2: I will say, like, the midnight showing seems like... I had my one experience. I feel like there are people who go every weekend, and there's a reason for that. Like, you're going to have a different experience every time.
1: Yeah.
2: And as a social aspect like that's a really fun thing um watching it at home is a different experience and that's all like it's not a bad experience it's just different
0: um best movie ever amazing cast songs that make you want to dance and sing funny storyline and amazing Makeup and special effects, five stars.
2: I really like the makeup in this movie too, I like the <laughs> costumes and stuff.
0: This movie has two bad reviews. The first one, it just says, just read it. So the first one says, This is what's wrong with the world, one star this is kind of a mean one that's why i wasn't sure if i wanted to read it
2: don't be poopy people and then if you don't like it don't like it don't write some like oh this is a yeah
0: that's like, the internet
2: take it for what it is
0: and then the next one star just says weird one star that's a full review
2: that one i can appreciate you know if you don't like weird movies you don't like weird movies
0: So, so on Google Play, this has two one-stars, one two-star, one three-star, and then just a handful of four-stars, and then just, like, countless (laughs) five-stars.
2: Read some of the good reviews. Some more.
0: Had had Good Music, five-stars. That's the full review. (laughs) Best Movie, five-stars. Love it. Five stars. Stunning movie on all fronts. Five stars. One of the greatest movies ever. Five stars. One of my favorite movies ever. Five stars. Love it. It's even better live. So just a lot of that. I think a lot of the people who watch and are going to comment on this movie are people that have some sort of history with
1: it.
2: Well, that's... I mean, that's understandable. Yeah. And it's true. Like, it's one of those movies that... You just don't need to talk about it that much. Because it's just what it is. Yeah. You experience it and it's like, cool. I saw that.
0: Alright, Anna. What do we think of this movie?
2: Why don't you start?
0: Why don't I start? I had fun with this movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I like the music a lot. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of... Uh, how The story seemed kind of bad like the way the story played out Mm -hmm. the story itself but the way i don't know the flow the the flow of the movie is pretty bad right um but the performances were fun i didn't i I didn't know susan sarandon was in this movie
2: were you surprised i
0: was surprised to see and the young susan like i was like what she's so pretty and
2: i love susan sarandon i want to say that too like I really like her, and I most of what I've seen has come out within my lifetime.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and you're right. Like seeing her young is pretty amazing. She was just like gorgeous. She still is. But my, I think my favorite role that she played is as the mom in Elizabeth Town. I really love that movie. Okay. But there are other movies that I just absolutely love her in too. Yeah. So isn't she in Jeff Who Lives At Home? What, is she the mom?
0: Um, I don't remember.
2: I think she is, and I like I liked that one a lot. Uh, Set mom.
0: Was she in Jeff Who Lives at Home when that movie came out?
2: That was a few years ago, like 2013 or something.
0: Was it that long ago? I don't think it's, it's been
2: a little while. Maybe 2017.
0: 16? Uh, I don't think so. Is that but not her? I mean,
2: so, there's a movie that she comes out as a lesbian and she's somebody's mom.
0: Was that Stepmom?
2: No. <laughs> oh my god. Sean's I've never ever, seen Stepmom.
0: Never, no, I haven't. Don't hate me.
2: It's a really good movie. I
0: don't think I've seen it. I would have watched it with you, probably. I would have seen it. Um, I don't know. We just going through friend, it's IMDb now.
2: Yeah, I'm looking for that movie.
0: Mothers and daughters? No, do later. It
2: doesn't have mothers in the title. She's just. It's just a side.
0: Three generations. Part of the show. Tammy.
2: No way. Uh, ping,
0: ping pong summer.
2: Oh my god.
0: The last of Robin Hood. The big wedding.
2: No way. Snitch. No way.
0: Uh,
2: I really like Cloud Atlas. That's She's not the mom in that, though. She's the she's back boy. Oh, my gosh.
0: Well, I don't know what it was. I'm trying to help you out.
2: It was Jeff Who Lives at Home. She's Sharon. That came out in 2011.
0: You said 13. That's why you
2: said it, it came out, like, two
0: years ago, so... No, I thought it came out... I, I honestly thought it came out in, like, 2017-ish or something.
2: I'm just gonna say, if you guys haven't seen it, Jeff Who Lives at Home is an amazing movie. Her name's Sharon. Just 13. watch it. What does that have to do with anything?
0: I don't know, for some reason, I was thinking... You (laughs) thought it was
2: Sharon Sarandon? (laughs) Can we move on? Yes, yes we can. I really enjoyed that, though. Anyway,
0: let's get to my review. Overall, I'm going to just say three stars. Okay. I have no... I have no um, attachment to this movie. No, what's the word I'm looking for.
2: Nostalgia. Uh, Nostalgia,
0: yeah. So that kind of stuff doesn't hit on me. Okay. I enjoyed the songs. I enjoyed some of the performances. Tim Curry. You know, he's usually, at least with people like me. Sorry, Cat's playing in a box right behind us. Um, He's the face I put to this movie.
2: Right. You know? Same.
0: And so, he delivers some of the... Eh, Like I said, it's kind of a rough movie. Like, if you're just kind of watching it for the first time in your mid-30s. It's, yeah. Just taking it as like, oh, I'm watching this movie. No nostalgia or anything. It's kind of a rough movie. Fun, though. That's why I give it a three overall.
2: Kind of, like, I could see how it's kind of slow that way.
0: How about you, Anna?
2: (laughs) Um... I also give it three
0: stars. Oh, I would have expected a little more from you.
2: Really? Yeah. You, you do have the,
0: You have the stories and you have the but, dances. And...
2: Well, like I said, I just have mixed feelings about this movie. Yeah. And I feel like because of that, like there's there's things about it for me that are five stars and there's a, maybe things for me that are like two stars. Okay. So three is just in the middle.
0: I falls in the middle there
2: yeah okay you know like for me the high points are like
0: do you sorry
2: i really like susan sarandon in this movie she she as janet is probably one of my favorite parts was which is kind of ironic for me because typically that wouldn't be like somebody that i would really like um Anyway, I'm I'm just, like, trying to... <laughs> I don't have words for what point, I'm trying to say.
0: At one point, I would, when when we were watching this movie, I was just thinking, man, this is like... This feels like one of the horniest movies ever written. Yeah. Like, and I was... I, and it just kind of, like, why, like... The person who wrote this movie, when he's just, like... I don't know. It was just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I mean, he must have been very horny with this movie.
2: <laughs> um, another high point for me is just like I really like the um the sweet transvestite song. I really like that song, and it's just like such a great entrance for uh, Frankenfurter. Yeah. Um, but then I don't like the part where he murders Eddie out of nowhere and like without reason. Yeah. He he calls it like a mercy killing later, but well, we don't even we him, so. don't even know what he's talking the about. Are,
0: the humans are like peasants to him.
2: And then Eddie's in the table and it's just like a little too much for me with yeah. when there's no like context for it. Uh, um I also find the doctor Dr. Everett, I find him really annoying. Um Oh really? Yeah, he just he kind of he- he kind of rolls in out of nowhere and then he doesn't really do anything.
0: He doesn't really register to me, to be honest. Like, I didn't really have negative or positive opinions on
1: him.
2: Well, that's what I mean. I feel like you don't really need that character. Yeah. Like, he kind of is just there and it's like a filler. Yeah. Um. So, so that's why it's a three stars for me.
0: Two, three stars. So do you view this movie as a classic or is this in the fitting kind of cult classic type? Like, do you think it's, I think it's a cult classic? You know, it has a good home in the cult classic. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. What about you? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And so we added this one, this part in last week about remakes. Are they remaking this movie? Have they remade? Or
2: did you skip my favorite part? The favorite character. Oh, my
0: favorite character. I forgot to add that into our lineup. You
2: always forget right. it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna add that right now. Yeah. Next week's.
2: Add it right now.
0: Adding it right now to my to my Google Doc.
2: My favorite character is Janet because she's me. <laughs> Who is it and Frankenfurger's a close second, but if he didn't kill Eddie, he would have won. I just hate that part so much that he can't win. It has to be Janet. Yeah. Yeah. Janet wins Man. for me.
1: So
0: I don't like how quick Janet was. Just throw it down with everybody.
2: I also feel bad because we didn't really mention Magenta at all, but I'm sure she's a lot of people's favorite character, too. She's the maid.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Um,
2: Because her her and uh, Columbia were both really great as side characters. Yeah. But we hardly mentioned them at all. And Riff Raff was really cool, too, for the most part. You know, he's got, like, the Igor thing going on, and then he's an alien, and... There's just a lot going on there. so.
0: This movie is kind of hard for me to pick a favorite character, mm. to be honest. Because there wasn't one character where I was, like, super rooting for. Right. Like I that.
2: mean, I feel like I don't really connect to any of them, but Janet's the closest for me. And I just love Susan Sarandon, so it's an easy win.
0: I would say... I, I, I would say, for me, probably a toss-up between Tim Curry and... um susan or
2: uh, name the she, characters she like a, its favorite character type.
0: dr dr friinfurter um probably because just like the role itself he just he had to do the most obviously mm-hmm. and i feel like he just killed every scene he was in whether the scene was pleasant or not uncomfortable or not you know that's how it was supposed to be played out you know and he's an alien so um janet her see i didn't really care for janet or brad personally Mm -hmm. because they're both i mean they're both everybody was crappy in this movie right at the end of it so i don't know there wasn't any real characters in this movie that were very redeeming to me. Or, those are typically the characters I'd gravitate towards. Right. And...
2: I pretty much only choose Janet because she's Susan Sarandon.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um... So just pick one. If I had to pick one, I would probably pick Dr. Frankenfurter.
2: Converter.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah. Um... Okay, moving on to the remake, all that kind of stuff. Are they remaking it? Have they remade it? Blah, 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 blah. And I found out that there's currently nothing in the works for any kind of remake or anything, but they have done a couple, like, TV remake type things, kind of remakes.
2: That's interesting.
0: Uh, Glee did a special where they, like, dedicated an episode to the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
2: That's cool. That's kind
0: of what they did.
2: I feel like Glee is a show that I need to watch. Yeah? Yeah. Anami. No? I don't think so. Well, I watched a few episodes in the beginning, but I just like couldn't get into it. But yeah. I feel like something like that would be cool to see.
0: And then I also found out that there wasn't a whole lot of quick info on it when I was looking it up, but Fox also did kind of another like made-for-TV like uh in two thousand fifteen they did some sort of like one time special event made for TV kind of remake thing for it. That's cool. So
2: yeah.
0: And that wraps it up for That's the Rocky it. Horror Picture Show. We did it? We did it. So now we move on to what, what are we doing next week? What are we currently into? What are we oh. watching? What are you watching anything new this week from last week? Yes. What are you watching?
2: I finished Bridgerton. Oh, yeah. I finished it. I really, I liked the second season.
0: Yeah, better than first? Yeah. Do you, re- do you recommend everybody go watch it right now?
2: No. Oh. But I do recommend it if you like Bridgerton. Okay. If you think you would like Bridgerton, Bridgerton, you probably would like it. Um, just watch a trailer. Is there anything else See if want, it speaks to you.
0: Anything else you want to recommend or anything?
2: We just watched the first episode of Moon Knight.
0: Yeah, what did you think of that? I loved it. No spoilers, though.
2: No, no spoilers. You but did you say you loved
0: it? Yeah, I really liked it. It was trippy. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about it after we watched it. We, we watched it and we jumped straight to this. I
2: think all I said was, when trippy shows are trippy, they trippy. Okay. Like, it was...
0: Yeah, yeah it is a trippy show. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I really enjoyed it i enjoyed
0: it more than i thought i would I'd, i had some hesitations going into it
2: i thought i would like it and i did
1: i was
0: hoping i would like it but it's
2: very fast-paced
0: yeah
2: yeah
0: and that stars oscar isaac and he's he's, he's a lot of fun in it yeah he i liked it, him does a really good job.
2: yeah i liked him a lot in it
0: so yeah that would be part of my recommendations too moon knight right now disney plus and I haven't, man, I just feel like I don't have as much time to watch things or anything. Yeah,
2: the way your schedule is right now, you're sleeping or working or hanging out with Owen.
0: Yeah, and when I am, um, like when I'm working, sometimes I could watch some stuff on the side, but I'm not watching anything really that to pay too much attention to.
2: You're still watching your cake
0: show? Yeah, I'm still watching random like baking shows on Netflix. And probably one of the only other main shows I'm watching right now is Waiting Time. And um, I need to watch the last episode of the latest season of Servant.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> but I did just start up playing Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game. That's a lot of fun. I'm having fun with that.
2: Yeah, I've seen a little bit of that, and it looks really good. Yeah, it's,
0: pretty, it's a really cinematic game. And I actually like some of the characters on the game more than their movie counterparts.
2: Wow. Yeah. That says a lot.
0: Yeah, some of them are pretty cool. But, Rocket, in the game, Mm. one of the most annoying video game characters I've ever seen. (laughs) They made him so annoying. He's just super, like, everything he's grumpy about. But anyway, don't want to get into the weeds with a video game on (laughs) here. Yeah, that's about it for that. Want to have anything else to do?
2: I can't think of anything.
0: That moves on. That moves us. It's getting late for us. I feel like Baldwin,
2: it's one thirty a.m. It's one
0: thirty a.m. Damn, it is one thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. We've been recording for an hour and a half.
2: That's what happens sometimes. I knew this was going to be a long one. I could tell.
0: Yeah. Anyway, next week, the news came out that Bruce Willis is retiring from acting because he has I forget what the disease is called, but basically makes it so he can't like uh, articulate as well and stuff like that. And so in honor of Bruce Willis, going back, finding something be- before 1992 that's not Die Hard is a little tough.
2: I did not want to watch Die Hard. Yeah. So Sorry, Die Hard fans.
0: We are going to be watching Death Becomes Her.
2: Right, which was actually recommended to us by somebody pretty recently. Mm-hmm.
0: And when I noticed that uh, Robert Zemeckis directed it, I was on board. I was like, that's it. This is my pick for next week Mm because we alternate picks. And this is the movie I choose.
2: It's also fitting that the person who recommended our next movie is trans, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: It's just fitting because we just watched Rocky Horror.
0: And I know that people might be disappointed that our next movie does not have horror in the title. It's not a musical. (laughs)
2: I'm glad for the comedic break.
0: It is a dark comedy. Right. But So that should be fun. I've never seen it.
2: I've, I haven't seen it so either. So this
0: is one of those movies that neither one of us has seen.
2: Right. I feel like most of the time we do one that one of us has seen. Yeah. But this will be fun to go into it with both of us having fresh eyes.
0: And with that said, um, Instagram... Fired back up our, uh, classic movie night podcast at Instagram. hmm And, uh, Anna's gonna be drawing some pictures. Yeah,
2: some I've pictures. decided that I want to draw my, inter- not my interpretation, but, like, I want to make, like, my own little, just, like, subtle poster for each movie. Yeah, And they're just gonna be pencil drawings, um, and little, yeah. but... I'm going to do that. I started the one for Rocky Horror. I'll probably finish that within the next few days and then um, I'll do this one hopefully by the next one. Yeah. So.
0: So yeah, follow us on the Classic Movie Night podcast. Um, Check out our website, seanandanna.com
2: That's for photography instead. It's for
0: photography and everything, but and um, you can follow me at Sean J.O. Allen on all social media stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you at?
2: Anna O. Allen. On Instagram? On Instagram.
0: That's all Anna rocks with is Instagram. hmm So. But that'll do it. Till next week.
2: Thanks, everybody.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. Don't you know that it's worth every treasure on earth
1: to be young at heart? Some people will go to any length to stay young forever. Is that someone? It's Madeline Ashton. Oh, she was a big star in the 60s. I thought she was dead. Oh, madam. You look
2: younger every day. Thank you,
1: Rose. But Madeline Ashton and her old friend, Helen Sharp.
2: I've lost men to her before.
1: ...are about to go too far. A touch of magic. Drink that potion, and you'll never grow even one day older. Bottoms up. No warning. Now a warning? Siempre viva! Live forever! Ernest, I'm in the morgue. They think I'm dead. You are but you're not are you telling me it doesn't hurt when i do this <laughs> it doesn't hurt she's dead, she's dead ernest now he's dead he's dead <laughs> ernest He's dead everybody's dead <gasps> you pushed me down the stairs <gasps> i'm so sweaty i don't think it's sweat honey i think you're defrosting Universal Pictures presents Meryl Streep Bruce Willis It's a and Gordie Horn. Look at me. I'm soaking wet. Death becomes
2: her. I just have to make a telephone call.